Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself Grant Allen and joined by a man who's decided to uh, join the most recent trend in Panic by Snorkels. My girl, Captain Dana. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good, uh, good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, everyone around the world doing well. Doing Lock swimmingly. Lockheads, millions. Yeah. millions, the fucking lot. Yeah, yeah there's a lot going yeah. on tonight. Uh, first up, though, straight. <laughs> there really isn't. There really isn't. No, there isn't. No. It's just yeah. something you say, isn't it, when you're doing yeah. something. Yeah, you, you need to pump up the show early. Yeah. And make it feel like people have got something to look forward to. But, yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny when you know there's like three people listening and you're like, <laughs> yeah, got a big one tonight. You know, big one. It's going yeah. off. All yeah. pumps. Yeah, we're pumped. In touch. So yeah, no, things are going well. We should announce straight off the bat, though. Um, we're not on D Live tonight. I don't know. No D Live. Yeah, we're just, out. We're done. We're finished. Had enough. I uh, know nothing like that. It just didn't oh. work. Fair enough. <laughs> it just wouldn't no, connect. So look, to, to be fair, uh, we scrapped the D Live, but we got your microphone to work. So mm. let's take that as a win. Yeah, we're, everything's coming up Millhouse at the moment. 100%. 100%. We, got, we had the option. We were like, look, we can either not have Damo's mic mm-hmm. or D-Live. Correct. So we went with the mic. Like, yeah. To be fair, to open the kimono, uh, we went with the microphone because we thought potentially might be a better call. Now, to be debated, Stefan yeah. put it in the poll, uh, which one would we prefer, D-Live or no Damo's mic? Yeah, it's something we have to discuss afterwards only. We, we won't yeah. know until the show's over. Was it worth it really having a mic working? Or? Nah, yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, we've also got a weird thing happening where the screen's inverted. Oh, okay, because I was going to ask you pre-show, but then opening the kimono, uh, mm. obviously we didn't really have time to do pre-show because I was running late. There was no microphone. There we go. Now it's, now it's not inverted. Okay, yeah, because I wasn't sure because I flipped it around so it's uh, not mirrored on my side, and I wondered, well, is it going to be mirrored on his or not? So, Well, that's a very good question. Well, now can the listeners tell us if their view's inverted? Yeah, <laughs> I think theirs is, the, uh, theirs is just the way it is, no matter what. It's and once again, not it's, it's not a visual medium. This show, to be fair, no, it's not really a. Li- uh, it's not really an audio no, one either. If you look at the downloads, no, wasting people's time. Yeah. Now, look, uh, need to get some shout outs out of the way. Okay. It was later on down in the rundown, yeah. but we literally only have like six listens, right? Yeah, and, and we can't well, be here all night. I mean, the rundown's fucking huge. This thing you sent no, to me—it's a tome, Greeno. It's ridiculous. Mate, we'll, we'll fucking fly through it. Yeah. Um, need to give a shout out to Robbie Thornton who is one of our current listeners right now on the air. Oh, okay. uh, he, he's actually done something with his life. We right. haven't. We, no. we fucking sit here, put ourselves out there to six listeners week in, week out. No one cares. Yeah. But he uh, he's actually going to be on Australian TV on Sunday afternoon as really? a referee for the Curry Cup. Oh, so if you're in Australia, nice, uh, even if you're international, yeah. doesn't matter. He's going to get – so he's doing, sure some doing some reffing. Doing some reffing out there. He's actually a qualified referee. Been doing it for a number of years, okay. but out there at the Curry Cup on in uh, is it the NIT final? League. Is it or? Uh, good question. Yeah. Uh, Robbie, uh, post yourself in the chat there, mate. I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if it's the final. Doesn't matter. Robbie's out there. Yeah, Check him nice. out on TV. Uh, listen up, blockhead. One of the six. One of the, one of the small but mighty. Nice. nice small but mighty. Uh, so, so well done, Robbie. Mm. Now, that brings us to the other exciting news for this week, Damon. I don't oh, want to okay. fucking yeah. get, get too excited. I was a little bit pumped up. Okay. We jagged ourselves a seventh listener. <laughs> it's incredible. 
Incredible. Now yeah. we we pointed out. Uh, many I mean, it's a, it is a huge step. It's the next level. Um, you know, going from six to seven, it's you know, it's one closer to ten, really, Greeno, isn't it? Mate, we keep pushing look, on, making in, we're I'm making a, inroads here. Inroads. Know? I'm a percentage man, right? Like yeah. we we fucking like one sixth of our audience at it. Just fucking bang. Uh, impressive. So uh, we, we've talked in the past that our, our key demographic, the, the probably the appropriate listeners for the show mm. is uh, the the unemployed. Unemployed, yeah. Unemployed uh, or unemployable. That's a big unemployable, difference. Unemployable. Uh, oh, okay. So they're worse than the unemployed because the unemployed are just like in between jobs or whatever. In between. No, but no, you're no, talking about the people who are, you can't be hired. Must not. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we've got unemployable. We've got insomniacs. Yeah. Alcoholics. And highly medicated. Yes, alcoholics. alcoholics. And slash highly medicated. Highly medicated people. So that's that's our key demographic. Yes. And uh, thankfully, uh, at Stephen Dab from San Francisco, okay, reached out during the week, and he's like, Look, stumbled across your show. I don't know any other. I don't know any other successful podcast in Vietnam, Greeno, that announces each new listener as they. <laughs> As they sign up. I'll I'll put an asterisk on it because we had to exclude our massive Vietnamese uh, listenership. Because I feel like it's unfair to include the millions that uh, listen in Vietnam. It's unfair to the Australians, you mean. Yeah, Yeah. because there's only six of them. Well, no, there's like two. There's Robbie and... There's only really 50 people that live here, really, isn't there? Yeah, to be fair. We've got a huge slice of the market. Exactly. Uh, so uh, at Stephen Dab, uh, sorry, Bab reached out during the week and he's like, just flicked on your show in hysterics. And I'm like, what time is it in, in San Fran? He's like 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, insomnia. Perfect, yes. Nice, Gary. Markets. Nice, Gary. Uh, we we exactly. threw a dart and it landed on the west coast of the United States, yeah. Greeno, and hit a guy in the ass. <laughs> so, exactly. All right. So, I'm uh, up. Hey, I'm an insomniac. Is he also yeah. unemployable or have we not... No, he's, he's employed. Uh, ah, he's okay. employed. He's all good there. So he's not perfect he's, then, unfortunately. No, like, but if, if he was unemployable, market. Yeah, yes. yeah. If he if he was you know if he was blacklisted from every company in his city or something or in the state even like just banned from working because no, he's gain, so unemployable, then he would be no. our number one listener though. He would. Yeah, unfortunately, he's, unfortunately, he's normal guy has a job, so yeah, it's not going to make. But it. insomniac, so <laughs> insomniac, well, yes, that's true. Good, good to see you hit our target market there. Nice uh, apparently, annoying his his neighbours at two thirty in the morning by laughing. Uh-huh. I don't show you while he's outside having a smoke. So okay. once again. Smoko outside, yeah. key demographic. Spreading the joy at 2.30 in the morning. They should be thankful that somebody's mm. out there laughing it up, you know, having a good time. Hey, it's not all bad, you know. There is yeah. stuff out there that's good. Spot Enjoy on. it. Don't whinge. Uh, if I can do a bit of story time, sir. A little story time. I like stories about pinatas. I like how we kick off the show 10 minutes after talking. Hmm. How, how the show well, that was wrong. pre-show, wasn't it? That was pre. Uh, yeah, I feel like that was just housekeeping. Housekeeping. If you will. Okay. Before, do we do the housekeeping before or after the pre-show? Uh, I think that's post-pre-show. Post-pre-show. Okay. Yeah. But not pre-show. Not pre-show. Post-pre-show. Post-pre-show. Okay. Uh, actually, I've got, I've got a couple of story times. That right. I, we'll double I like stories about pinatas. Do we want office story time or big sporting weekend story time first? Oh, we've got a reply. It's the Murray Rugby League Women's Grand Final, which happened last Sunday afternoon, Greeno, okay, <laughs> incidentally. Sorry, right? <laughs> uh, for some reason, I'm sorry. Sorry, book. Sign the sorry book. 
I think that is the fastest sorry book turnaround that we've ever had on this show. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart because normally, normally, folks, it'll be like an idiotic comment. And then it'll be felt like, just say, we'll say something stupid about a football player. Like, oh, he's finished. Fucking wrap him up. He's done. And then it'll be like week after week after week after week for a couple of months. And then we'll begrudgingly come to the table and hit the sorry book and go, all right, we yeah. got that one wrong. But this yeah. is the quickest ever turnaround. We in, are talking. Inside segment one. <laughs> inside 14 minutes, I'm going to call it. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. From statement to apology. That's fantastic. Yeah. So he's got a record now. Is Robbie on the show? Fastest so. ever sorry book. Fastest <laughs> ever sorry book is owned by Robbie Thorne. Uh, now, to be fair, though, look, I'll challenge the sorry book if I can. Yes. For the fact that I still gave the plug yes, for the time, yeah. the channel, mm. I just happened to mess up what particular competition it was. Right, that's fair enough. So can we? I'll, do, I'll award you a half okay, point. Can we do the sorry book, but do half a sorry book? Okay. So kind of stop it. There. That's it. Seems That's to it. be not done. Done because I I got two out of three. I, I reckon sorry seems to be is a good yeah good way That's to good. end it. Yeah, there you go. seems to be a sorry. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe not. We'll do it. Yeah. Uh, still check out Robbie Sunday Arvo. Sunday Arvo. Now, uh, so do we want uh, Greeno's office stick move, or do we want a uh, big sporting weekend story time? Uh, let's do both. Fuck yeah, but which one do you want first? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know. Whatever you feel like, mate. All right, well, let's do big sporting <laughs> your, weekend, It's right? your. So- I can literally say on this occasion, I don't know. You're telling the fucking story, pal. <laughs> nice, Gary. Right. Context. So big, story, big sporting weekend, eh, mate? Yeah. Uh, this is this is literally my favourite sporting weekend generally of the year. Now, yes. this one happened to fall Probably, in yep. a weird kind of balance for me because normally what happens is – there's one It's weekend. a big, it's an off its tit sporting month. You know what I mean? Oh, mate, it is, it is. But this, this particular country. weekend normally doesn't fall this, this, with this plethora of sport. Yeah. Normally what happens is last weekend, mm. I get a four, uh, a Saturday that has four playoff baseball games. Right. Now, because they had a lockout at the start of the year, everything got pushed back. So now this weekend is the first Saturday where there's four playoff baseball games, which means. 3 a.m. start for Greeno, annoy the fucking family, got to get up, got to watch fucking literally 13 straight hours of baseball. And normally that is it. Normally at that point I hang up the hat, I walk out, play with the kids, have another beer and happy days. It's just one, kids, don't cry. It's just one 13-hour block. That's all I'll be away for. 13-hour block of baseball that dad will get you Get everyone up at 3 a.m. We're going to watch because fucking we have to. It's a rite of passage. Make some breakfast and shit. It'll be good times. Yeah. Fun fact, I've already pre-grounded my coffee just so I actually don't annoy the, the kids and the wife at 3 a.m. Okay. What are you going to eat then at 3? What's your th- quiet food at 3 a.m.? Well, uh, once again, I fucking pre-planned this shit, right? Because last year I'm frying up stuff yeah. and fucking annoyed the wife. Yeah, no, that's, a, year, that's a complete dick, dick That's a dick move. Yeah. So this year, once again, I've already I've pre-ground my coffee. The coffee's in the coffee machine. Wait, I, ready to go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hope and pray that you're not about to say you Pre-fried things. Because I did not pre-fry things. No, what okay, I did good. went the uh, the cheese rolls. What a pre-pre-packed cheese roll because I feel there's no crunch. Yes, I, I can I can nice chew that. I, yeah. There's no there's no ruffle of a packet. Yeah. Everyone's a fucking winner, right? You don't go the, the cheese. Why not go the cheese and bacon rolls, Greeno? Like uh, I don't do this one, sir. Really? You know me. You know me. I don't think, so. dude. You've known me forever. Have, Have you I, ever seen me a bacon? No, actually. Exactly. Have you ever seen me a pork? No. no. Don't think it's one. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Hey. Um, so cheese roll, got that ready to go. So that's good to go. So is pre- it because it's a filthy animal or? 
Uh, I just don't like taste. Don't like the taste of pink. Yeah. Have what, what about like pork crackle, like the way the Germans oh, no, do it and stuff? Really? No, that's the worst. Yeah, I hate it. Don't don't like it. The only time I like I like uh, any kind of pig product is when I can't taste the pig. So I'll, oh, I'll eat pig. Spaghetti bolognese I'm not, I'm, sauce I'm kind opposed. of stuff. Yeah. Like I'm not opposed to pig. Like you give me some like beautiful like barbecue marinated pork ribs. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll, I, I devoured two racks of them last week. Oh, but right. Because it just it. tastes like sauce. It just tastes like, yeah, it's beautiful. And it can be like, it can, yeah, with the right sauce, the pork ribs can taste kind of beefy. It tastes delicious. Well, yeah. they don't taste like beef. They just taste like barbecue ribs. Like yeah, they don't okay. taste like a pig. Whereas ham or all those kind of things yeah. definitely taste like pig. Right. So, um, like, what if I fried up like a ham steak, for example, or deep fried it and then whacked it on like a hamburger with lettuce and tomato and shit? Would you? Well, here's the thing. Like, I, I eat bacon, but the yeah. bacon's got to be super crispy. Yeah, like chips. Because all I taste is like a crunch and I get a saltiness, but yeah. it doesn't taste like a pork or a ham, except. So, you wouldn't eat so, like a pork schnitzel or anything like that? Oh, no, hell's no. No, I'm not yeah. interested in that. It's like a pork um, steak, me, basically. But give me a sweet and sour pork and yeah. I'll eat that. Okay, because it's like shavings and shit. It's not like you don't. Well, it's not shavings. You just can't taste it because it's drenched in fucking it's sweet and sour sauce. I've got a little story. Yeah. I like stories about pinatas. Is this a story time? Can Definitely you, is. It's an you've exception. Got pause, you've got to pause my story time. Oh, and okay. then story I like time. stories about yes. pinatas. I, th- I tend to think sometimes we get sidetracked just because of the protocols that are around story time oh, and having to hit the button for half a dozen times to get through I feel, I feel two like stories. If, if, if we get to the end of the show and we reflect and yeah. go, oh, we, we never Button. We should. No, nah, we should have hit that button. Yeah. I feel we would have feel like we cheated the audience mm. by not, you know, following protocol. Yeah. Well, I've got a quick little story. story. Yeah, because there was a local Chinese place here um, many years ago now, but it was famous locally, ladies and gentlemen, because they would sell uh, tripe, which is uh, stomach lining of a cow, and they would just flavor it like beef and chicken mm. and pork. And, you know, and because when you mix it in with all the Chinese, I mean, who's buying Chinese food predominantly in the area we grew up, Greeno, right? On, say, a Friday and Saturday night. I tell you, it's people stumbling home from the fucking pub, you know. Piece of the shock. yeah. Yeah, or you're just lazy, you know. It's like, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't want to cook. All right, we'll get some fucking Chinese, you know. It's that kind mm. of thing. So, so this this uh, restaurant was for years getting away with just cutting up and flavouring the tripe and sending it out as pork. So you'd probably be down for that, wouldn't you? Because, um, you know, if they called it pork in a Chinese dish, it, there's so much like soy sauce and vegetables and yep. all kinds of shit in there. You'd never actually really do taste the actual pork half the time, yeah. do you? And you're just shoveling oh. it in because you're pissed, you know? Yeah. Give me the rice. Uh, wash it, the, mix it in with the, the pineapple, rice. You get the onion in there. Like, there's a lot, yeah. lot of flavors happening. Of random stuff. Yeah. You wouldn't even notice. It's true. Hmm. So we can close that story? Okay. Yep. I like stories about pinatas. And reopen. I like stories about pinatas. So big baseball weekend. So we've got, yeah, four games of baseball. Then after that, we're going to have Bathurst, uh, whatever's still happening at that point once the game finish. Then the next day, we've got another four games of baseball, plus all-day Bathurst, then F1. Mm. It's a hell of a fucking day. F1 overlaps Bathurst, which kind of is a bit of a kick in the dick. Does it? What time does the F1 start? 4 p.m. Oh, that's. I'm so, gonna have to. Sorry, I'm gonna have to watch the F1 on replay then. I'm afraid because I'm not yeah, investing yeah. 
fucking five hours up to that point no. just to did, miss did the last miss the hour of it. Yeah, to miss the end of the race. It's sorry, <laughs> F1, you're going to have to you're gonna have to put you on hold, you know? Yeah, spot on. Yeah, fuck that. So, we're, <laughs> we're only going to watch fucking Max Verstappen win again anyway. Again. So what's the we're difference? We're not that. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> we'll move on. We can watch that on replay. Exactly. Um, so the, the wife has been in my ear recently. She's mm. like, you know what would be a great idea? What? An outdoor blow-up projector. I'm like, it's fucking stupid, man. No, no, no. We're talking. I'm like, this is fucking stupid, dude. Like, what the hell? What the hell do we need? She's trying to kick you out of the house. You should embrace the fucking chat. No, no, no. You know the invitation, man. Fucking frugal. Um, I'm wasting my money on fucking blow-up outdoor. What the fuck are we doing that for? We could just hang a bed sheet there. You know, just hang a bed sheet on the wall. Work way around it. Now, thankfully, I managed to win some money during the week on Aaron Judge hitting a home run. So I had a bit, had a bit of play. Money. And I was like, hang on, fucking this weekend, I've literally got four games of baseball, uh, another four games, plus we've got Bathurst, plus we got the Sportorama uh, F1. It's fucking Sportorama. So I'm like, well, hang on, suddenly this idea <laughs> all of a sudden arena. it makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking genius, right? Fucking, I've got a bit of See, a and this, money. and this, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why you need to build your bunker before the war starts and not yeah. after it's because. Because now the day's looming. You've now got days. You could have had weeks. This could have been set up, ready to go. You could, could have, have test run it so you wouldn't could miss have. anything. You could have programmed it all the way you want. Yeah. Now you're going to be like underneath a thing trying to plug in cables and the race is starting in 10 minutes and you'll be going, fuck, Spot fuck, on. fuck, fuck, you know? Exactly. So I, I ducked out last night okay. if I can pick up this thing, right? Good. Like, Here's like, this one. I've seen this. This is good. Yeah. Now, as I do, I find a cheaper one. <laughs> so... No, <laughs> the wife sends me a link. I'm like, nah, 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 fucking leave it with me. Yeah. I'll find a cheaper one. I can do so better than that. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can get a better deal. So duck on down, found it 50 bucks cheaper. Fucking bang. 50. Excellent. Now, how much that's, that's effort did you have to employ to get the $50 reduction in price? Uh, no effort. No Literally effort. just went to the next door over. Mm. Uh, all good, happy days. Okay. Now, get the bad boy home. Fucking plug it in, looking all Now, good, are we happy. talking about one of these jobs that hangs from the roof, Greeno? No, nah, mate, hear me out. Let okay, me it sits story. on a little table or something. No, so yeah, look, it, it's, it sits on a table. You can adjust it. It's a portable uh, projector. Okay. So projector's fine. We plug it in inside last night. What do you I plug know, the yeah. projector into? Like what's it reading the stream uh, off, like your laptop? Or? So you can go USB, you can go laptop, you can go okay. uh, a Google Google Chrome thing, okay. like, whatever you want. You can plug As long as it's an HDMI connection, you're good to go. Okay. So Does it come with in. a big fucking curtain thing or? Uh, no, they had to buy a separate, so that's part of the package, right? Oh, now, I'm not a curtain. It's hot dogs and buns out. all over again. <laughs> nah, hear me out. Okay. I went out, and this thing I got, 117-inch okay. blow-up fucking projector. I can't even imagine what that looks like, thinking so about hear me, it. So, so. so I didn't realise that either, because I looked at it on the photo, and the wife's like, this is the one we want. I'm like, excellent. Yeah, you've got to get the tape measure days. out, mate. Happy wife, happy life, right? <laughs> so today... During my lunch break, hmm. I'm like, well, let's fucking, we're going to test this bad boy out because I need it tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. Fucking outside. absolutely. The clock is ticking. Good to go. Yeah. The clock is ticking. So I blow it up. It turns out a 117 inch projector is bigger than my house. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm not joking. You can't I, get I was, the whole picture on the wall. Mate, I, I took a picture at lunchtime. <laughs> I was about to send it to our chat, but I'm like, I need to save it for a story time so you laugh. I'll send you a picture after the show. Okay. 
you got to see how big this fucking thing is. Why right? can't you send it now so everybody can see it? <laughs> it's, got, it's got my kid and my wife in the picture, oh, so okay. it's well, just that's a shame. They should know. Get out of the shot. <laughs> we'll just, uh, there's fucking no listeners, dude. It's fucking wrong. And I really <laughs> fucked up what, what thing he was refing. Like, yeah. No one's listening. Yeah, um, so blew it up. Fucking happy days. I'm like, this thing is massive. Mm. Send the picture to my dad. He's like, because I told him yesterday, I'm like, mate, Boxing Day, we're covered, man. Yeah, you're fucking like, right you're in there. Boxing, Fuck like, yeah. Yeah. Like we got we got this and it's literally as big as my house, bigger than my house. So you, for the Boxing Day test, you'll just be watching leg stump. <laughs> Pretty much, it's huge. So blow it up, it's outside, ready to go. So then I'm like, cool, let's test the projector. Yeah. Now turns out here's where the fucking fallacy ends up happening. Well, can I just interject? I like stories about pinatas. Now, you get on reasonably well with your neighbours. Could you arrange to perhaps, you know, put the projector in your yard and then project it across the way, you know, onto their house, you see, because then it'll be, you'll have more of a space, you know what I mean? Everyone's a winner. Yeah. Yeah. So you could sit on your front lawn maybe and watch, you know, just let them put up, like, say, a big, couple of bed sheets mm. in front of their front door and their for, and their couple of windows and you can watch it on the na- neighbor's house you know we could whatever we want to do but too late already bought the projector okay. so <laughs> we're cuffed we're so fucked, yeah. plug the projector in plug in the thing I'm like oh I'll test it out because I tested it out inside the house yesterday mm. and I was like yeah it all seems fine blah 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 yep. so plug it in and can't see shit <laughs> oh, what, what's fucking what's going on here What's going on? Like, why can't I see anything? I'm, I'm getting it's a I'm nightmare. Panicking it's a I'm nightmare. panicking at this point because I'm out. Like, yeah. this thing wasn't like you know twenty bucks. Like, I've forked out hundreds and hundreds of dollars for this bucket. You did get so, a fifty dollar uh, discount though, so I did. Have, I say you can't complain too so much. Happy if it days. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, what's going on? Blah blah blah. So then at this point, because the wife's like, yeah, no, it's an outdoor thing. Blah blah blah. I Google. Uh, like, why won't, like, what What do you need for a projector to work outdoors in daylight? An like, IMAX then, cinema. <laughs> and they're like, uh, so then I had to become a lumens expert. Ah, yes. You need certain so, lighting strength. So we need, So apparently there's certain lumens that yes. you need for in order for the light to override the daylight in order to project on a projector screen. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, how many lumens do I need in order to project a projector onto an outside screen in daylight? They're like 7,000. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I need 7,000 <laughs> lumens in the projector yeah. in order to get that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I, I go and I check the booklet. So I'm in the fucking... How many lumens does mine have? 100. <laughs> that, no, that seems a bit short. A little shallow, isn't it? Just, just a tad, <laughs> which may explain why Gubby, I can't Gubby came in a little see. low there on that one. <laughs> just a tick. <laughs> so here I'm out, fucking... Now you can't. Yeah, see, and this is this is what I'm talking about, man. This is hot mm. dog and hot dog bun situation because mm. now you're going to have to go out and spend like four hundred dollars on some fancy light bulb or something. Here's the thing, right? So, <laughs> said to the wife, I'm like, look, here's the fucking issue. I can't see shit. I'm I'm sixty nine hundred lumens short. <laughs> and where I'm am I going to find expert. these lumens? I need the lumens. This thing is not going to do it. Yeah. So then I'm trying to come up with other plans. So now, then I get a sheet over my garage door. Try and, and dark so maybe, the shit up a bit. And trying to dark the shit up and maybe doing it inside my garage. I like, it. I like I the way you think. It, right? yep. Shit didn't work. Like It works, but it didn't work. Yeah. Then I do it up against like my white cupboards. It's really shit. hard to block out light in the middle. Yeah, of, it's like, very difficult. You have to Especially go around every crack, every window. Room. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, it's, it's no good. It's, it defeats the purpose of what I'm trying to achieve of being able to watch the Boxing Day test outdoors. Yeah, well, you know I've, got I mean? my, I've got my outdoor summer cinema set up. If you would yeah. like to walk through this dark curtain into the garage <laughs> and then I'll lock and the yeah, fucking shutters. Okay. and close your eyes as best as possible, yeah. we'll get the most out of this experience. We sit now, here I, in the pure darkness because I'm 6,900 lumens short. <laughs> Show it during the day. <laughs> so, so I'm stuck here. So then I'm saying to the wife, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with a blow-up projector screen that is double the size of my house with no projector that works on it? Like, the only time I can use it is after midnight. Like That's, that's when is- you start thinking shit like, man, I could have spent 250 bucks and just got a TV and a mm-hmm. fucking bracket for the wall and this would have all been sorted out in 15 minutes. You know, Everyone's a winner. Yeah. So then I start going on a mad hunt online of like, okay. Lumens. <laughs> how much fucking, I need 7,000 lumens. Yep. Stat, how quickly can you get it to me? Yeah. Now I managed to find one. For a price that was more than what I paid for this thing, but it's it's got the sixty it's got the sixty nine hundred lumens I need. So I'm like, so once again, duck on into the wife. I'm like, look, here's the thing. Yeah, I found the one with the lumens, yeah. and we'll be able to watch some shit outside. Mm. But we're now we're out another few hundred. You know, this reminds so, me of that movie where the guy he he goes to buy the house, and the guy's like, the money pit. Is it the money pit? And he's like, yeah, that's yeah. a really nice pool. Yeah, yeah, we're taking that with us. <laughs> oh, we're taking that wall with us. <laughs> and then he gets there, and the pool's missing, and the wall's missing, and he's like, no, no, we strictly said that we are taking it with us. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. you fucked here. So you've gone out, got the the projector. Figured yeah. out that your light bulb is horrifyingly short of lumens, yeah. the required yeah. amount to watch shit during the day. Now you yeah. need to go out and buy the light bulb, which costs more than the projector in the first place. No, this is a new projector. This is a new projector. It's a new projector. Okay. We're buying a brand new projector now. Okay. Something I didn't even want at the start of yesterday. Yeah. Now I'm out and buying a more expensive one. Oh, so ironically, if you had have got the expensive one first, you would have actually saved money. Uh, potentially, correct. Yes. Nice so- so at this point, because I've been I've been jacked and excited about the prospect of outdoor bathers. Oh, you're, you're day. Yeah, it's like someone promising you the fucking Super Bowl and then dropping yeah. you the week before, and you're like, no, 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 this needs to happen. I need I mean, to. Yeah, I'm happening. ready for this. I now. don't care how much it costs me. I'm fucking. I'm getting this. I'm getting it done. They must like April That's trade it. radio. Getting we're getting it done. done. What do I do to get it done? We're gonna go online. We're gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so find it online. Convince the wife. Hey, you mind if I fucking fork out more hundreds for that? And she's like, yeah. Fine, go for it. So that done. Now I've got the 7,000 lumens on order coming in this week. Means I don't get to do it for tomorrow on Bathurst, but good to go for like uh, Boxing Day, Super Bowl, all those kind of things. Now I've still got this dud fucking 100 lumens projector sitting here. What are you going to do with that? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm taking that back to the shop. So I'd I'd rock up to the shop this afternoon. I'm going to take it back ASAP. Okay. Because oh, so on the same day you bought it, basically. Uh, day it after. So I bought it last night. I'm back at the shop this afternoon. Okay. I rock up to the counter and uh, I said, like lady, it. I'm like, look, uh, this thing's this a piece of garbage. <laughs> Pretty much. I bought this yesterday, plugged it in, tested it out. Uh, unfortunately, as soon as there's any light around the projector, the shit don't work. I want my money back. Mm-hmm. And the look on this poor 15-year-old's face was like, uh, I need to speak to my manager. Okay, you get the manager. It's all right. So, so, so I'm trying to explain the situation to like, look, hear me out. The thing doesn't do what it, it – because I, I pointed to the advertisement that has a bunch of people sitting around a picnic table. In the daytime. Happily, yeah. happily smiling in daytime oh, with this big fuck-off projector in the background. Right? Even McDonald's isn't that 
uh, audacious anymore. Like they're these days, they actually take pictures of real food now. You know, the sloppy burger. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, the, so this is heinous. That you know, so that like, kind of picture. I'm, I'm well within my rights here. So uh, yeah. after five minutes speaking, the manager comes out and she's like, yeah. "The manager's agreed to refund you, sir." So now I'm only out like the extra cost on top. So I managed to refer the, the hundred Loomis, but yeah. did leave a little note inside there for anyone who purchases oh. going, do not use our doors. Do not use. You did that as a community service. Community service. Nice story. Nice story. Scary. scary. Very good. I nice like story. stories about pinatas. Well uh, do we do the no, no Gary, nice Gary? We'll come back with a Greeno's office story time after it. Okay. You want a nice Gary, no Gary? How about this Greeno? Yeah. No Gary's left in Britain by 2050. Nice. Gary's could be wiped out within within a generation after it emerged that there have been no children named Gary since 1992, Greener. Surely that's not accurate. How could it be? How could it be? But then I think, well, I, I don't know, Gary. Every but they, but yeah, but every kid is registered like the day they're born. You, their ah. name goes onto a roll, you know, it goes into the system, and there you are. The day you're born, you're already on some fucking government database straight away, 100%. straight up. Now, so they could probably said, like it. Just imagine a huge Excel spreadsheet. They could probably filter out the Garys, you know. Well, that that's in Britain though. So no Garys left in Britain. Yeah. Now Australia though, mm. Garys through the roof. Do we? Are guess. we still get? Are we still having Garys? I don't. Well, know I think we have we Garys because of Nathan Lyon. Can you think of any friend you have your age that's a Gary? No, no friends my age. What I'm saying is okay. there's a generation that there's people who name their kids Holden and Ford, right? Because mm. they love Holden and Ford cards. Now there's enough fucking Australian cricket Commodore. nutbags. Commodore yeah. Smith. <laughs> there's enough Australian cricket nutbags that, that do not like Nathan Lyon enough that they will call their kid Gary just mm. so they can go, nice Gary. You reckon that's gonna no, fucking oath, Gary. man. I reckon if we look at the if we look at the Australian this is England, mm. there's no Gary. Yeah. But I think if we look at the Australian data, I reckon if anything, we're going to have double the Gary. We're promoting Garyism. We're pro Gary. Pro Gary all the way. We love it. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Bring on the Garys. Uh, now there may be no Garys, but there's some fucking. There's still a good chance to have a good name out there. Mm. Oh Gary yeah. May not be it. Yeah. Uh, this one is a name game hero that we saw uh, playing. I don't know what comp this was in. It's French league, I think. French League, it is. Now, uh, this one is, what's this guy's name? Steve Ho-You Fat. Steve Ho-You Fat. That's right. He changed his surname to Ho-You Fat. Ho-You Fat. On the back of it. Now, if that is not the best-selling jersey in whatever fucking league, there you go. (laughs) Steve Steve Ho-You Fat. Nice, Gary. French professional basketball guy. Well done, sir. Yep. Uh, Like, you had Meta World Peace, and now we've got Steve Oh, you fat. Meta world peace. I remember um, a bit of, but that's not AFL. Uh, there was a an AFL footballer who played for the Geelong Cats, Greener, who legally changed Whiskers. his name to Whiskers. That's right. no, that, was a, that was a sponsorship deal, though, that one. It was, yeah. Um, where, <laughs> Whiskers. Whiskers. He had, yeah. With, um, oh, what was the, the cat food brand? Uh, was it Whiskers? <laughs> Just had a guess. <laughs> that's a fucking, give me a dick move. You dick! <laughs> I think it was Snappy Tom. <laughs> no, that's what it was. I mean, he's fucking having- no, it was fucking whistling. What a dickhead I am! Uh- 
that that may be worse than my call uh, on on what I thought Robbie was. Oh, you're on a roll tonight, definitely having a good one. Yeah. I mean, it's like two two pumped up for three AM starts, man. Mm. Uh, so we we've been, what are we up to? Fuck, mate, I don't know. Name game oh. hero. How about this, yeah. Greeno? Do you, <laughs> bro? <laughs> Uh, What's your problem with this? I don't. Do for, you... our, for our new listeners, yeah. uh, we have a segment called "Bro, People Are Fucked." Just because we saw a lot of bad, fucked up behaviour that occurred uh, through the pandemic, we're yeah. like, "What the fuck is wrong with people? Like, this is this is normal behaviour. This mm. is weird. This is bro, people are fucked." Saw this during the week. Yeah. Uh, uh, trans autistic refers to someone who wants to become autistic. It can also be used to describe someone who feels they should become autistic. Feels they Tra- should is interesting f- to me. What Why, the fuck what, is going on? What what but what should would should would indicate Greeno like a level of like it's fate or something like that. Like predetermination, you know what I mean? Mm. I feel I should become autistic, yeah. you know. You know, kids normally think, well I should become a fireman. <laughs> Yeah. Or I should become like an astronaut or a sports star. Um, but, you know, this is obviously a different goal to aim for, I guess. And, uh, simple, simple, simple outcome, uh, bro. People are fucked. Nice, Gary. You be whoever yeah. you want to be, I reckon. But yeah. 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 <laughs> now, uh, we, we will give it not so much a nice, Gary, but a hot toss, demo. Hot toss off the press. Where, do we have hot toss still? Yeah, mate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? We're still going these days. Yeah. Uh, it's still going in Finland because apparently in that's Finland. where this yeah. was. Yeah, spot on. So <laughs> we, we we saw saw this now. Uh, uh, Mika of Thaman uh, Paka. Uh, can I can I just say I don't speak Finnish, but yeah. if you read Finnish in English, it looks like a very fun language. That's like. It looks like something a Pokemon would say, you know, like yeah. Mika on Thyme and Paka Punky, <laughs> you know, yeah. Paka Punky. Well, nice. this one it, it, it translate to uh, what's the capital of Thailand? Uh, okay, I was close. Mika, Mika Thyme and Paka Punky is what's the capital of Thailand? Now, what what options we got available here, Damo? Okay, let's have a look. Ah, Bangkok, Bangkok, Bangkok. B, Bang Dick. <laughs> C, Bang Pussy. <laughs> I B, Bang Dits. What? Thank <laughs> What? Is this real? Fucking sure I'm so. Um, I think it is actually real. So is that is like I guess their relation <laughs> Well, um, I was going to say, I guess their relationship to the English language is off- obviously different to ours, but many yeah. of them would speak English, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think what they would have done is they would have put, like, they would have looked at the thesaurus hmm. and gone, uh, What are the other words? words? <laughs> other words for cock yeah. and then similar words thereafter. It's and a real shame. Because real- I reckon this is like a $100 question. Yeah, it's- I mean, they're like, ah. We'll, we'll sort it out. Bangkok, bang tits, bang, bang pussy, whatever was the other one. Uh, <laughs> bang dick. Bang dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the real tragedy here, Greeno, is that the audience is wearing masks because I would love to have seen what their reaction was under the mask, you know, and mm. if, like, would they look at each other and go, wait a minute, did he say, you know, let's, let's hear it one more time just to make sure we're not making it up. Mm. Uh, Bangkok, <laughs> be, bang dick, say, bang pussy. Bang pussy. <laughs> Bye there. Bang tits. Bang tits. We need to get 
We need to update our sound drops. So I think we should make each one of them, you know. That's a different soundbite. Yeah. 100%. Ah, Bangkok. B, Bang Dick. C, Bang Pussy. By D, Bang Tits. No, yeah, that's it. I've been in Bangkok for a few times. On the house face of like the very serious Eddie Maguire looking like, what do you think? Uh, Bangkok, Bang Dick? Bang Pussy. Bang Tits. Yes, Bangkok. Ah. Yeah, se on, se on ihan oikein, ettei sitä tarvitsisi. Yeah. All right, Bangkok. Yeah, better, better way to get it when nice. I have a Bangkok. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes, welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Don't forget, if you want to follow us on Twitter, um, you're probably going to have to buy a subscription soon, apparently. Have you seen that thing, Greeno? The um, Twitter's selling like a, a new version of Twitter for about seven bucks a month called Twitter Blue. Oh, pass, thanks, mate. Yeah, so, and apparently you get, like, all special features and stuff and you can edit your tweets. That's the big selling point. Gives a fuck, like, <laughs> fucking editing tweets. Yeah, What's going on there? Month. Um, and the Elon Musk sale may still go through, but... It sounds like it, because you're getting sued. 
Yeah. For breach of contracts. Oh, fuck it. I'll just buy it then. Interesting, interesting though. I, I just saw something on Twitter earlier. Uh, apparently, the judge in the case has put back the court case until after the midterm election. After midterms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did say that too. Yeah, that's nice, yeah. Gary. Very, very good. Very good judging there, I reckon. <laughs> Tip of the hat. <laughs> well judged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Uh, all right. What do we got here, Greeno? You sent this through. I don't know what it is. It's a woman and a horse. Let's have a look. Let's <laughs> <Melbourne laughs> so Hey. What? Melbourne Cup Hot Toss. Hit the Hot Melbourne Toss Cup, Melbourne Cup Hot Toss. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Right, so for our, for our listeners, uh, basically what happened is uh, this chick's decided to post something on Instagram, trying to look very uh, sexy and suave in front of a, a horse yep. up there in the stables. And the horse is like, ah, oh, there's a zipper. And it happens to be in front of her boobage. Ah, uh, so, yes. Well done. Nice. So horse, Good horse. horse nice, down. Gary. Now, well uh, my question to you, Damo, hashtag me too. <laughs> well, is the horse guilty of sexual assault? Mm, I well, don't think, well, wearing, he's not wearing the... any pants, Damo, and That's I didn't true. see any consent there. Yeah. So between it, mm. it could be in some trouble here. And we ha- horse women have known to cavort with horses uh, in the past. We have it on, on film, Greeno. We know it's happened before. You know, women and horses has been a thing. So I guess it, it all comes down to can you excuse a horse for sexually assaulting somebody? Like, can can we assume the horse knows what it's doing, or yeah. is it dumb enough to get away with it? Because if you're a dumb person, you can do whatever you want, really, and people will go, "Ah, oh, he doesn't know any better," you know. Doesn't know any better, yeah. or yeah, yeah. How, how how good is the uh, the horse at any kind of athletics? Yeah, is it if yeah if it's if it's a cup winner, it can do whatever yeah. it wants. It's like get over wants, here, yeah. you slut. We'll, you know, we'll find a cover up. We'll <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we need to pay off and then we'll move on. That's it. Nice, uh, Gary. Nice, Gary. Quick story time for you, Damo. Little story time. I like stories about pinatas. Now, we've talked about the office set up uh, on the show in the past yeah. about, uh, you know, this A garage is where you park your car. Park your car. Where uh, basically, uh, for some reason, employers are now wanting their employees to go back into an office environment mm. unnecessarily yep. and, and feel like, ah, oh, this is a good thing. Let this be great. Come on in. Let's fucking hang out. No, and we really want you to collaborate with people. Collaborate. Mm. Like, no, no, no. We can collaborate virtually. No, no, no. I feel like it's better than in person. Why? Well, because uh, well, I'll get to it. So uh, yeah. this week we got. It's amazing, by- but I get more done when I don't have to drive four hours a day. Or- or sit on the train for an hour and a half. Or get interrupted by people interrupting my desk, etc. Yeah, so, it's what what I say. It's a it's a it's a talk, it's a high price to pay to talk about the footy on the weekend. Small talk, yeah. Exactly. And now there's no footy, Greeno. The cricket crowd is more sparse in the workplace. Yeah. Have you noticed? It's a lot harder. I found it's very easy to talk to people about rugby league, and I don't particularly care about rugby league, so that doesn't interest <laughs> yeah. me. It's it's a little harder to find people to talk about AFL with, but there there are one or two that I've identified. Yeah. But it's practically impossible to get anyone who's interested in motorsport, and it's practically mm. impossible to get anyone who's interested in cricket remotely in the slightest. So mm. now I'm not even getting that, you know, lunchroom fucking five-minute banter, well, your team sucks, oh, I reckon they're going to go all the way this year. You're robbed yeah. of that now because you're like, so, did you check out the Formula One on the weekend? And they look at you funny and go, what's that? What's that what you mean? And you're like, oh, yeah. man. And I'm like, well, you know, it's on at two in the morning. You know, you got to yeah. 
dedicate Don't yourself really you know <laughs> to watch it ready for a day yeah um, you're always miserable yeah. the day after because you don't get any sleep when it's on yeah. you know it's a real punishment basically but you mm. have to have been doing it since you were a child to understand it you know so you don't really you don't really interested yeah yeah they go, wow talk. that guy's really weird yeah yeah no good he's into weird stuff can't have it so we got this invite uh, last week where the, the managers, they were pumped, mate. They were pumped. They are like, look, we, we gotta, we're going to do a thing. We're going to talk about our vision. We're going we're to do our vision for three hours. And then instead of giving you a Christmas party, we're going to oh. give you an early Christmas party. Oh, no. On a fucking Tuesday night. Now, why are um, people doing this? Because I've heard uh, this is getting rampant and this – I, I've seen this firsthand, this kind of – I'm like, wait, it's like six weeks before Christmas, though. You yeah, know? well, they're, they're trying to – because you, you get in early, so you don't have to pay as much. Oh, right, okay. Because if you try and book a venue in December, mm. fucking they up, up the charges. But if you book it in October, yeah. they're like, well, no one's booking rooms in October. Here you go, and, have it for half price. You know, I'm afraid, like, I have to decline any invitation to a Christmas party in November. <laughs> and I'm mm. sorry, but it's like – well, a, a Christmas party I can handle, but this is just, this is this is not Christmas. I don't feel yeah. like it's Christmas. It's Tuesday. Yeah. It's a Tuesday, yeah, and you've got, you're really just keeping me away from, I need to get home, I need to do the dinner, I need to get the baby yeah. fucking washed in the tub. Like, I've got shit yeah. to do, shit you know? To do. Can't yeah. be here on a Tuesday pretending to celebrate Christmas with, with you know, with co-workers. I'm sorry. Have a nice time. <laughs> Hundred percent, mate. So we get this invite, and my as as I always do, yeah. first instinct, fucking decline that. Yeah. Fucking, I'm gonna go with that shit. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm gonna go in at work two thirty in the afternoon. Fucking, go, I'm not. I'm not going to the bullshit, and then I'm not going to the party. Fuck yeah. that. Not yeah. happening. Yeah. Then uh, about a week later, we get this email going. Uh, side note of this from the CEO. Going. Oh, it's, uh, just, by the way, guys. <laughs> by the way, just, guys. Attendance is mandatory. Because <laughs> uh, they must have thing, been getting flooded with declines. This, I reckon. Yeah, well, basically, no one had RSVP. <laughs> Nobody was like, no, man, we're not fucking coming in for this shit. Fuck it, we're not doing it. Oh. So, so they go, no, no, no. The first bit is mandatory. You have to come in. Uh, the oh. second bit, the party, we highly encourage people to come. Mm. Now, they can't, we can't force people to come because it's after workouts. Yeah. But they're like, mandatory first thing. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. They've got me. Okay. Yeah. No, well, it's fine. They're like, no, but fill out this form to make sure you can RSVP. I'm like, well, I'm not going to the party so yeah. I can fill it in. Yeah. So then I get another follow-up from my manager going, oh, look, don't forget you got to RSVP. And I said to my boss, I'm like, no, nah, mate, like, it's fine. I'm not going to the party. I'll rock up to the mandatory thing that you guys are forcing me to come to. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 you've got to RSVP to both. What? Like either what? yes or no. But so you've I'm already like, been told that you have to mandatory. attend. So what exactly. am I RSVP to so, make it look voluntary? Or So here's the thing, right? So then I go, I'm like, fine, I'll fucking click the link. I'll tell them I'm going to the thing they forced me to go to anyway yeah. and say no to the thing I'm not forced to go to. <laughs> yes. So I click on the link yes. and they go, fill in all these details. What? Oh, no, sorry. No, no, sorry. It says... Uh, we are going to use this information for X, Y, and Z, and your photo may be published. Do you what? consent? So no. It says, do you consent? I said, no. And it says, well, unfortunately, we are unable to register you for this event. Okay. And that was it. So then the next day I go to, like, so my boss goes, oh, people need RSVP. I'm like, mate, I tried to, but it asked me for permission 
for to provide all this information. And I said, no, so it won't let me register to a mandatory event. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but you have to register. I'm like, well, no, I can't though. Not agreeing to that. I don't agree to my information being used and my photo being published. So how am I going to register to a mandatory event? Like, you know, like, you know I'm going because you fucking told me I have no choice but to go. Yeah, so it's, it, now it starts getting into that weird territory where the power shifts from management away from management and to you because now you're like, hang on, bro, are you trying to coerce me to consent to something I don't want to consent to that's optional? Yeah. Like, I know exactly. you can't really do that, you know? <laughs> so I like my mom boss is a good dude. So I'm like, I don't want him fucking being badgered because I'm the one dude in his team who hasn't. Fucking oh, I know, but it's the temptation so, Greeno to stand on principle nah, in that occasion must no, have been and, very strong. <laughs> and and I, I literally waited for the last fucking possible day. I and know. then <laughs> I consented yeah. and fucking gave him fudge details. <laughs> With the exception, I didn't even give him my full name. I gave him my initials. I would not, I I would my, not expect like that. I gave him a like mobile number. I'm like, you you work there. I'm like, they know who you number. are. You work there. So I gave him my work number, and they go, "We need your emergency contacts name no, you and, mo- don't. and mobile Fuck number." Off. So I like na 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 na, and was very close to writing "fuck off." Yes. Uh, I chose not to because once again, don't want to give my boss any grief. Uh, so that was my RSVP, my initials. <laughs> <laughs> my work phone number and then everything else was not applicable, okay. not applicable. You say asterisk, 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 asterisk. So that's actually better. Yeah, that's actually better uh, better than just refusing because you're actually now forcing them to acknowledge your your RSVP. Yeah. It's like, wait, yeah. what's wrong with it? You know, like yeah. <laughs> you've got my initials, you've got my 100%. phone number, you got what yeah. you asked for. Now why exactly. aren't you letting me come to the mandatory yeah. thing? You know? Fuck off, yeah. So then so then my boss like the my team was talking about they like, oh, because my team is excited. Like I haven't actually met most of my team in person oh, in okay. this time. But to be fair, well, I, they're, live, they're, I live a thousand miles away. They're young, so, they're energetic, they're go-getters, they're optimistic, whereas, you know, you and I, Greeno, we get to this age, that. we're bitter and twisted and cynical yeah. and we believe the 100%. world is evil and awful and we don't want to don't, participate anymore. Don't ever want to leave my house, exactly. So <laughs> so I said, so I had, we had a team meeting today and uh, one of the guys on my team was like, Shane, please tell me you're coming. And I'm like, dude. I'm coming to the thing I'm forced to come to. I'm going to the fucking party. Yeah. Uh, but the after thing, no, fuck no, man. Firstly, I said, secondly, uh, I said, firstly, it, I leave a thousand hours away. So on a train, I've got, it's going to be about a five hour round trip for me to come to this stupid thing. Yeah. I said that, that is like, that is double the time of the thing we're forced to come to is duration. Yeah. The only upside is you'll be traveling for two and a half hours where you otherwise would be working and you can now say to people, no, sorry, I can't do any work today. I've got to sit yeah. on the train for the I've next two hours. Train for two hours. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I, Tough what, shit, I guess. Like, what, what time are you going to leave? And I'm like, fucking 10 a.m. to get this stupid thing. Yeah. She's like, I'll give you, know, you an hour. Of, I'm giving you an hour of work in the morning. I don't want anything, mate. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking no, do anything. I'll sit there and just bang my desk for a couple of hours. So I'm like, mate, I'm not fucking sticking around. I'm literally, I said, I've got two options. I can either catch the train in, spend five hours on the train, yep. or I can drive in, which is going to cost me $100 in parking. Uh, and it will save me about an hour. I'm still weighing up what I'm going to do, but if I drive in, fuck it, I'm going to charge work for the parking. Uh, 
Wow. They're my, they're my option. Like, so you're not going to stick around for a drink? I'm like, no. I said, I'm, I'm as fucking much of a raging alcoholic as the next guy. Yeah. But even this is not at a point where I'm willing to sacrifice hours of my life for free booze. Yeah. I'll come home and drink. I'll pay for it. It's okay. Yeah, you need mind. you need to be near home base to get off your face. That's exactly. my new kind Same. of saying these days. Also... It's a fucking Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm, I'm getting little, drunk on a Tuesday, yeah. I especially need to be close to bed, or I'm not coming, yeah. or I'm not working on Wednesday. That's I'm the way not it's going to work. Coming in Wednesday because that means I need a hotel because I'm getting pissed in the city, and I'm no, not going to get a train down fucking Kiama. <laughs> getting, imagine getting a train back home at nine a.m. the next day, and you the know, the next day, fuck that, not happening. Uh, and the fact that everyone who's gone to the office has had a COVID outbreak. Yeah, that's the other thing. In the last fucking six months i'm like i'm i'm already forced to put myself at risk and my family and all the old people my wife works with fuck that like i'm not sticking around any longer than i need to uh there's so an amazing that's a fucking an, an i like stories story. about pinatas well done you've outdone yourself there there i have noticed too greeno you know office wise there seems to be a trend with the covid people and it seems to be like one a week. I reckon I can, I'm counting. One a week. We, we, you know, you'll see everyone in the office. You know, hey, how are you? How's everything? Good, good, good. And then next week, it's like, oh, by the way, such and such isn't coming in. They've got COVID. And it's like, mm. oh, you mean the one that was sitting there, right there, like, you yeah. know, a few days ago? Oh, okay, that's interesting. And then, you know, everybody's like, well, I guess everything's okay. And then, then next week, it's like, oh, hi, how are you? Everyone good? And then another one will drop. It's like, oh, did yeah. you hear about Janice in accounts? No. Yeah. Oh, she got COVID last week. Really? Was she in on the office? Was she? Yeah, she was. Oh, funny. That seems to be, seems to be right. a thing. Yeah. Ours, 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 are done, ours are done in batches, right? We always have whole teams go down. Because yes. what they do is they want teams to come in to Because you've got to collaborate, Greeno. Collaborate. Yeah. So uh, we had uh, someone. So we, I work in, like, in insurance and uh there's like a lodgement team right so you call up and they lodge your claim mm. so uh once a week uh, the managers get together and then we have a bit of a chat virtually and go hey, what's happening blah 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 so the manager pops up on thursday like oh we all went in the office on on monday yeah. and unfortunately we've had no staff all week so we can't lodge anyone's claims so if you call up to our company why can't anyone uh, get a claim anymore? Well, because we forced everyone to come into the office and the entire eight team members got COVID. Nice, <laughs> Gary. Nice, Gary. <laughs> so no one's been in for a week. And no and one I, could I figure talking. out how to transfer a call either. It was, that, was a good, that was a good lunch. Like fucking. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. Did you get to talk about the it. footy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dickheads, man. Like, it's so stupid. Um, but all the managers are pumped though. They're fucking pumped for they this do. thing. Like, oh, yeah. we're gonna like, literally. This was this was a message we got from one of our upper managers today. Yeah. I'm gonna party like it's 1999. I'm like, I just want to fucking get the fuck out of there. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, how how lonely and desperate do you have to be to be that <laughs> that pumped up? To what a to what a party with your coworkers? To pump up on Tuesday night. I just picture like like you know like kind of nightmare fuel where everyone you know office when they're doing the birthday and everyone's standing around. And they, you know, you got oh. a little, you got a little plastic cup with some champagne yeah. in it, and a little mm. cake, and everyone's like, mm. it's fucking you know, yeah, you know, this is I know. Legit <laughs> <space shit. laughs> 
So it's like, yeah, we're going to party. Like that description, just that, like, I'm going to party like it's 1999, makes me think of Ricky Gervais in the office. 100%, man. And that's exactly <laughs> All right. We're going to have a good time, aren't we? Everybody loves being here, you know. Yeah. I just chat with a colleague who I'm friends with and, like, we've known each other. We've been working together for eight, nine years and, like, she's a good friend of mine. And she was talking and she's like, oh, they're constantly trying to get us to go in. And, like, because, like, oh, it's to collaborate and hang out. And, and so she's like, I don't fucking like any of these people. Like, <laughs> She's like, there's literally one other colleague I like, and he uh, lives five minutes from me. Yeah. And if I'm gonna hang out with him, I'll just go knock on his fucking door. Yeah. But no, let's travel for hours. Like, that's that's ridiculous. There is this um, thing, like this constant thing, like we, it's, and it's definitely there because there's like little programs that get rolled out and stuff, and it's like we want you to be more than coworkers. We want you to be friends. You know what I mean? And I don't it's need like, look, friends. I need yeah, to do a job, man. Yeah. It's, I guess that's like maybe it's a generational thing or something. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely in the same camp in that. Like, oh, look, I'm just here to work, you know? So, yeah. um, I like, I prefer definitely getting along with the people I work with because we spend so much time together and I'll yeah. always aim for that. But, you know, I'm not inviting you over for Christmas or anything, you know? Well, like, that's the thing, man. You do I, your I get, thing I get, I get at 5 p.m., yeah. we go our separate ways and it's all good. And I'll say, hey, look, I'll see you tomorrow, you know? Like, yeah. Take it I, easy. I get on very, yeah. very well with every single one of my colleagues. Yeah. Fucking, I have a great relationship with all of them. Yeah. I don't have to be physically there in person with no. them to have said relationship. And no. I'll tell you how I know that. It's because I've never fucking met these people. Yeah. Like, and I literally, everything's I've fine. Yeah, yeah, we chat. It's fun. But you don't have to physically hang out with someone. Like, what What am I missing? If anything, this is just open for sexual harassment lawsuits. <laughs> you reckon just like, inviting everyone the, back, the giving only... them a glass of grog, and it's like, all right, <laughs> go no, at no, it. No. Go at it, kids. Because <laughs> they seem to think that the, like, the only way you can connect is by physical touch, Damo. Yes. I want to have. Oh, that's no, a different song. That's invisible touch. Isn't it? Uh, physical touch. That's invisible touch. Is Fucked up song. Uh, yeah. Let's get um, physical. 100 percent So there's no fucking need to physically be around people in right. any way, shape, or form unless you want to these days. Again, uh, I, again, I reckon that's a generation. Because look, I studied via correspondence, so it didn't well, hmm. it didn't bother me. You, you, you know, it, I actually liked it because I didn't have to go to a building to listen to a lecture. I could just fucking kick back. Just listen to a lecture. Oh, I kick back and have a cigarette and a cup of coffee and listen to it on the headphones. You, you know, yeah, and it's 100%. like it's like the person's just talking to you as well. You mm. pay more attention that way. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, so there's upside. But again, I guess it's like some people just think that if they don't see people around, that nothing's getting done. You know. I think that's. Really? A, I think that runs deep. People just think if they don't see people scurrying about the office, then they assume that nobody's doing anything. You know what I mean? He's, he's a fun story time for you, sir. Yeah. I, I like stories about pinatas. Had my had my one on one with my boss this afternoon. Okay. And I, I've never heard this phrase from from a, a manager ever in my life. Okay. His phrase. He said to me, "He's like, you need to stop doing too much work." Like, what do you mean? What? He's like, well, you did three times the amount of work of what one person should do the last quarter. Like, it, it's like, I appreciate it, but it's too much. Oh, okay. Apparently, I did too much work. What did you say? <laughs> well, look, I can help you with that. If you make me come into the office, I'll, I will definitely reduce the amount of work I Get do. Get COVID and In my boss's defense, he was like, I'm worried you're going to burn out. I'm like, look, I get it. I know I did too much work last quarter, but. I've never heard of a boss ever say, you're working too much. The other phrase was, literally, he said to me, he's like, 
you've got too much too much leave. You need to take more holidays. You I've might. heard that before. Yeah, but, but between the two things, I'm like, can't I just like? It's like you're trying to get me to work. So first, I would have worked less, and secondly, you want me to not be at work as much. It seems the reverse of what we're trying to achieve here. Like <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get work done, and maybe there to do the work. Um, in my boss's defense, he was trying to look out for me and just like, just don't burn yeah. yourself out. Well, Which means I mean, I'm he's... now doing fucking four day weeks for the rest of the year. Oh, fucking nice, Gary Greeno. No, nice, I'm like, Gary. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I said because that's what I said. I'm like, mate, like, yeah, fair, that's a great said, idea. I'd rather said, take one day me... a week, you know. Yeah, that's I said to him, like, look, to be fair, last last quarter, I know I fucking I did a lot and I did feel a bit burnt out. Yeah. But I said. Since like for the last four weeks, since everyone came back, mm. I don't think I've worked a full week. I'm like, I'm just taking fucking random days here, there, going to watch my daughter's like swing carnival, whatever it was, or you know, taking a day off to go do X, Y, and Z. Mm. I'm like, I, 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 I think I've done one full week in the last four weeks. Like, just keep doing that there. Like, that works out good. I said, I feel refreshed. It's all good. Okay. Um, okay. Interesting dynamic, though, for, for working. I'm like, yeah, let's do less. Like, why do you do less? <laughs> well, balance is the key, Greeno. Not, it's mm. not. It's not how much the team's producing, it's the balance within the team and their happiness and then they'll produce their best stuff, you know. So. Yeah, well that's not that's not how it works because if I didn't if I didn't do all the work I did last thing, we wouldn't have met our target. Uh, okay. No, numbers. Numbers, sir. Numbers. Yeah. Numbers uh, or people. Which way are you gonna jump? Fuck that. I tell I tell you what I need to employ. Mm. I need to employ a bit of uh, Antonio Brown action. <laughs> uh is he a good player? Me... I've I've heard he's good. Apparently, well, he was a good player, uh, but he's fucking he's a bit of a bit of a space cadet. So oh, well. you, you said you sent me this one, hero or douchebag, Damon? Hero or douchebag? Now you need what you need to definitely understand where the hero or douchebag kicks in on this story. Mm. So this is Antonio Brown. Apparently, he's a pretty decent player for the Buccaneers. Is he a Super Bowl winner? Did he win it with them last year? No, so uh, four players. So he's been sacked from multiple teams because of behaviour such as this. issues. Yeah. Uh, So you can see. Now, this is apparently somewhere in the Middle East. I believe it's uh, Qatar or something like that, Green. Dubai, maybe, on a holiday. And there's a picture there. He's got uh, three gold. He looks like Mr. T. He's got gold chains on his wrists (laughs) and his neck. Okay. So he's doing his best. He's pitying fools. Yeah. And he's laying, he's in the pool and he's just got the old fella just right out in the the sunshine, you know, gloriously showing it off to the other patrons of this hotel. Mm. And this has apparently become a scandal, which I, I don't necessarily believe because we've had dog fighters and rapists and murderers and all sorts go through the NFL. Oh, shit happened in the NFL, yeah. This seems like, you know, milk toast to me. There is literally to be honest. Uh, there's some graph that I remember seeing, I think, last year, yep. which talked about uh, it had a stat mm. of all the different uh, charges up against each NFL team right. per player. Robbie like, in the chat had- saying he did win a Super Bowl ring with Tampa. So there you go. But did he play in the Super Bowl though, Robbie? Well, don't they get a no, ring though no, if they did, if they're just part of yeah, the squad no, did, kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. No, he did. I think he did actually play that year. That's right. right. Yeah, he did play in that Super Bowl. You might okay. be correct. Well, then again, that changes things massively as well because if you're a Super Bowl winner, you can probably get away with more shit than if you haven't won anything because there'd be more people willing to go, yeah, but we really need a, you know, <laughs> we well, really it, need some how, experience on this team. That's how he ended up in Tampa because yeah. he'd been sacked by about three different teams. So right. he was with uh, Pittsburgh for a long while yep. and then he went to another team. I can't remember who it was. Then he got sacked and then the Tampa picked him up 
mm. in the, their Super Bowl year. Robbie's right. And uh, they're like, what are you picking up that guy for? He's been sacked by two teams in a year because he's fucking space cadet. Yeah. Tom Brady's like, I need a, I need a receiver. Need a receiver. It. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter how, how much of a crackhead he is. Like, just fucking yeah. let him catch some balls and we're, we're good to go. We're good to go. Um, we'll score touchdowns. Yeah. So he's been caught doing this. And people are calling for his head. And I appreciate I always appreciate a good double down. And this is where the hero or douchebag comes in, Greeno. When <laughs> when it all seems lost, Antonio Brown wants NFL team to sign him because of his ability, Greeno, to quote, expose a D. Nice, Gary. He's gonna expose the D. Expose the D. Well done. Good little double entendre there. Well so done. hero or douchebag, Greeno. Um, I'm going to give him a, a hero for the double entendre. Absolutely. I'm going to give him a douchebag because he whacked his old fella out and started jerking off in a pool oh, out there. In a, a I don't know. I'm going to give him a hero for the uh, double entendre and a douchebag for getting sacked from the Buccaneers, getting sacked from a Floridian team, Greeno. How about that? Mm, very. Silly, good. silly boy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you what I'm excited about. It's been a long fucking while since we've had this segment. Mm. Uh, the Mitchell Johnson Award, sir. Mitchell Johnson Award. I've got to find it here. I'll be back. I'll be back. She'll be back. He'll be back. I'm back. I'll be back. I used to have one of these every week. Then it, became a, then it became a sorry book when he was yeah. back. When he's back because he fucking had the best Ashes performance I've ever seen in my life. Single hand, <laughs> single-handedly won an single Ashes for us. Yeah, I've literally never seen a performance like it in my life. He's fucking such good He summer. had He literally had batsmen, English batsmen that would... They, retire. Well, one, Trot, Trot, I think, Trot, broke down Trot with retired. depression and he couldn't handle it anymore and went home. Yeah. Halfway through the home. series. Yeah. Graham Swan Just, went yeah. home halfway through the series, Greeno. The fucking famous yeah. Graham Swan. Spot on. Yep. Uh, so the return, speaking of uh, showing the D demo, yeah. uh, Tim Payne has uh, decided to come back to, to Sheffield Shield Cricket. Sheffield Shield started this week. He decided to come back, play first-class cricket. Nice, Gary. Uh, Alex nice, Gary. Hey, man, let's fucking ignore passing discretions. Fuck that. Yep. Congratulations. How awesome is it to see Tim Payne back? It's uh, it's pretty awesome, but not as awesome as getting a fucking book deal, Greeno. I reckon no, that's... That's, that's right. Uh, before we get to the book deal, uh, I just want to point out, uh, Tim Payne, uh, good to see he's kept his form uh, pre-sacking step down, out for six. <laughs> so well done. Is that, there really, is that really what he... Nice, Gary! Literally, he's got six, out for six. Um, you know, and you know the and you know the pain simps will be out the next day going, oh, come on, he's just come back. He's got to make his way back. And it's like, well, he was only scoring 20s when he got picked in the first place. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so I found I found the fact that he returned out of nowhere to yeah. be kind of fucking weird, right? I'm mean, like, that's strange. Like, Tim Payne, he wasn't on the squad. Yeah. He wasn't part of the overall team. But then suddenly, like, a couple of days before, oh, yeah, it's by the way, up. Tim Payne's now in our squad. Why the fuck is that? Why, why did that happen that way? Then, a couple of days later... Tim Payne releases a book. Gets oh, announced. Like, ah, so you're saying go. you're saying he got picked in the team purely for promotion of the book? Correct, <laughs> correct. Okay. I think he he, he delayed the it. announcement of his comeback yeah. to the point where his book was released because I think it happened about the same day. Yeah, would have been um, a couple of days later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just to kind of go, hey, man, Tim Payne's back. Tim Payne's in the news. Hashtag Tim Payne. Oh, by the way, hashtag Tim Payne releasing new book. You know, you're probably not wrong. Yeah, sadly. A tell-all book title, Tim Payne, The Price Paid, A Story of Life, Cricket, and Lessons Learned. Now, Damo, as we go to a break, mm. please tell me this is a picture book. 
It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? Why are you? Why are you ruin my evening? Like, I, I was just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Music goes fucking way too long, and I feel like I'm just kind of awkwardly talking over the back now. Um, Damo, last week we asked our good friend Stefan Sears to whack up a poll to we work did. out the, yeah. the uh, official name yeah. of the, the baby, baby boogie bumper, bumper baby. baby. Yeah, and uh, Steph, Steph put out a couple of different options out there. Okay, so we had the uh, the boogie baby, boogie baby. Yeah, we had the baby bumper, baby bumper. We had the no rubber baby bumper. No rubber baby bumper. And we had our future queen, all hail. All hail. Uh, okay. All hail. 
So uh, the winner uh, with sixty-six point seven percent of the vote. Yeah. Uh, the official name, yeah. uh, the Boogie Baby Bumper Baby, yeah. is Baby Bumper. The baby Bumper. Nice, Gary. Yeah, well, so well done. Now, so uh, we didn't go for was... melon head, obviously, or noodle neck. Noodle neck. No, we didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we felt unfair to, to the beautiful uh, Baby Bumper. What about Des- uh, Desiree the potato? No, that one didn't get any votes didn't either. Get in unfortunately. either. Oh, okay. Not even a write-in. Okay. Not even. Uh, not, not even a write-in. write-in. I don't even write in vote. Uh, Steph personally was kind of disappointed that no one voted because 0% was no rubber baby bumper. Nobody wanted the was, no rubber. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. literally that was probably the funniest of the, the four options. Well, it's probably, uh, probably the, it's probably the safest too. I mean, who knows what I'm carrying around? You know, mm. you know, no Fair call, safety first. I don't know where so. mine's been. you got no yeah. idea. <laughs> So, um, so on, on the back of that, also, uh, I know it wasn't in the last ad break, yeah. but uh, quick shout out to to our, our good friend, yeah, uh, Joy of Pessy. Joy of Pessy. Nice, nice He's got Boobaween coming up now. Boobaween, that's right. Fantastic. Uh, good, good, to see, good to see Pessy uh, back and, and promoing. And Boobaween, which was such a huge success last year. It was. Uh, I think I did a Boobaween, didn't I? Did you I do a Boobaween? I I know I missed out on Boobaween. You did a Christmas but, though, didn't you? Christmas I did a Christmas. Person. I did yeah. the one with um the Jack Frost. I think it was called. Yeah, it was some Psycho Killer Jack Frost. Psycho Killer Jack Frost, where the the carrot of the uh, the snowman's penis raped a woman. It was fucking that's very right. creepy. Very excellent. yeah, fantastic. Stuff. Very creepy. Nice uh, but that's that's nice, the beauty over there to So yep. I could have seen him back. Uh, I hope he's doing well. Yeah, I think and, he, yeah. he's got a new job not long ago. So um, he didn't stream for a while, but he's definitely back now. He's over on Odyssey. So no D Live, no YouTube. He yeah. might. I think he might be on Rumble soon, but definitely on Odyssey at the moment. So go. Check but no matter out. what, I can check out Boober Wayne. There with Joy Pessy. Boober Wayne. Ah, uh, Damo, it's it's footy off season, and and you know what that means? What? <laughs> that Bit fucking NRL court dates, sir. Ah, oh, court dates, love it. Favorite. And fucking, it didn't take long, sir. It did yep. not take long at all. Literally the day after the grand final, this yep. came across our desk. Oh, yes. Seven years can exclusive reveal North Cat North Queensland Cowboys player Luciano Lelua will be charged with domestic violence offences. Breaking news tonight. We can exclusively. Okay. Revealed Cowboys NRL player Luciano Leilua has been charged with domestic violence offences. Police were it's called a to a home one, in Harrington Park early this mm. afternoon. There, a 26-year-old woman alleged Leilua assaulted her and smashed her phone. The North Queensland player was taken to Camden Police Station, where he was charged with common assault and destroying property. The charge will almost certainly rule him out of selection for Samoa in the upcoming rugby. Oh, yeah, oh, I don't no, know. Let's do not be too r- rash here. What do you mean? <laughs> he, can't, he can't be selected. Oh, that's un- what do you mean he can't be selected for a rep, rep team? Yeah. No, for a bit. Hey, no, why can't he, like, it's like there's question marks over this. Hey, he's at least he's not a Christian, you know, so... <laughs> Like uh, Israel Folau. At least he's not, that, you know, at least he's not that bad. So maybe he can still play. I mean, he hasn't been proven guilty in a court yet, Greeno. Let's be honest. Wait here. to see. Wait, we'll to, wait see. to see. Yeah, justice must be served. Um, look, uh, 40, 40 season ended, uh, and congratulations to the Panthers who just fucking completely destroyed yep. <laughs> the Parramatta Eels. They really did. Tonight. I watched that, that game, and, like, I was watching it with a couple of Penrith fans and a Para fan, and it was like I kind of I hate I fucking hate Parramatta, right? You know, yeah. everyone who knows me knows that I can't stand Parramatta Eels, I hate them. 
And um, it's, it's a long story. Don't worry. <laughs> Just there's a good reason, many good reasons to hate them, though. Um, so, you know, I had no sympathy for their loss, obviously. It was like mm-hmm. a horse to shit. But um, Penrith, Penrith just, it wasn't, Para weren't bad, you know. Para got flogged, but they mm. were, they didn't play bad. It was just nah. that Penrith was so good and they just didn't let Para play. They didn't let him run. They couldn't get out of their own half, Greeno, basically. You the know? first 20 minutes was the most dominant I've seen in, in a long while, like pretty like th- that similar start to how Melbourne came out against Para, yeah. oh, sorry, against Penrith two years ago. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was just relentless. Like it was like a state of origin team playing against a club team. It was like Para. Realistically. It was like every Para hit up was lucky to get three meters, and every Penrith hit up they were rolling 10, 15, 20. And it was just relentless. Fucking uh, Leota, who's the starting front rower for Penrith, was just on a mission. Like, I don't know what crack they gave him before the game, but he was like, I'm going to rip everyone's head off, but legally. Like, he was just, he was fired up. Monster. Uh, One of of the most dominant first 20 minutes I've ever seen from a a front rower. Can they be a legit dynasty? Like, I mean, talking like the para of the (laughs) 80s, you know what I mean? Para won three in a row and then missed a year and then won another one, you know, or something yeah, like that. Potentially. Like, look, they've got the depth. They won every single grade this year. They're, and they're, But the guys in the first <laughs> – I know, it's crazy. They won every single grade, so they won all the junior grades, but the guys mm. in the number one team are still only like 23 or something now. Yeah. They lost a couple of players. They've lost like four or five players over the last couple of years yep. because, like, but they just, obviously salary But cap. they just but sub in some 20-year-old from bring in a 20 year old and, and St. Mary's. And they bring in another fucking St. Mary's Saints premiership winner from last yeah. year, 19-year-old kid who gets selected yeah. for Origin that year. You know, yeah. it's like, ah, we got plenty. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Let them go. That's right. Bring up the next guy. And look, it's nuts. Credit to them, like they've finally developed. Like Penrith has always been a powerhouse in the juniors. Yeah. But what was happening is they were never developing and keeping inside their system. No, they because they get now. sold to fucking the Roosters or yeah, hundred percent South Sydney or Manly. You know, they go so around. So they're doing the place. that now and keeping them all inside their system. And uh, heaven forbid, who would have thought a team that actually develops a young talent and has like a massive uh, fan base and. Yep. And junior base uh, throughout that would actually succeed if you keep those players around. Crazy notion instead of buying and and just like trying to overpay for hacks a la Tigers, etc. I, I wish we um, still had the elevator music because I've got a thought for you to ponder, Greeno. I've got a ooh. thought for you to consider. Now, yeah. Consider this, right? This And now this occurred to me during the grand final or just after the grand final, I think. Yeah. When Because obviously for the Penrith Panthers, a lot is made about how they all play juniors together. They all come from the same region. They've all been playing mm-hmm. together since they were like 15 years old, basically. And now yeah. they're winning premierships, you know? Yeah. Two in a row now. And they're all like 23 years old. They're by far the best team in a comp. And mm-hmm. nobody knows how to stop them, basically. Yeah. That's the situation we're in. And it occurred to me that the funniest kind of cyclical thing has happened, not just in rugby league, because look at Geelong, okay? There's a very mm-hmm. similar thing with Geelong, but now it's not youth with them. No, that was that was age. No, they they were the oldest team to ever play, but they do recruit people who do have some kind of connection to like living the country life. Who want to, you know, because if you look at their list, right, they have forty six. I heard this stat the other day. They have like forty four players on a list or something, or forty five. Over thirty of them were like born and grew up in country areas. 
So what they do is they recruit players. It's like, you know, do you want to get out on the city, have some property? And they do like a work-life balance thing with the club. They have rules like no team meeting goes longer than half an hour. So you're not kind of sitting around for two hours all day. Yeah, but so, and it's like, so, you know, you don't have to be at the club all day. Come in, do your two hours gym work, whatever you got to do, and then go home back to your fucking house in in the country somewhere. And so all these kids are lining up to play for them. So it's occurred to me that, all of these sports, and it's football, AFL, rugby league, they all started off with um, we recruit everybody. This is who plays for the team. It's people from the local area, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then as games got more powerful, that changed, and the dynamic dynamic was let's just bring in the best players that we can get. And mm. now it's going right back around to the beginning again where the clubs are saying, you know what the best thing we need to do is just develop local players who want to stay here and play here and play for their local team. Yeah. It's now gone right the way back to the way it was. Incredibly. You know what I mean? So that's I want well, you to ponder also, that. Yeah, it's, well, it's also the cheapest way to do it because, yeah. yeah, you bring those players back, like they've they've developed a certain value, right? Like look at a guy like Jezza who, you know, Probably came into the Giants, came to the Giants as a draft pick, and then developed up the value for him. If they just kept, like, kind of got him into their system yeah. as a junior, developed him through, could have been a different story. Saved him a whole bunch of money. Well, like. see, and the thing is with with Jeremy Cameron, you bring him up as an example, right? So he he wasn't drafted. He was in like a seventeen year olds kind of special like pre-draft kind of thing. If he had have been drafted, he probably would have been the number one draft pick, but he wasn't. You know what I mean? Something like that. He was like some special 17-year-old fucking allotment or something. He yeah. grew up in, I think the place is Dartmoor, and it's like 200 fucking people live there or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, no right? Now, he stayed in Western Sydney and Sydney proper for probably 10 years, and probably because he could probably live here with, you know, anonymity to a degree. Mm-hmm. No one yeah. really knows who you are because no one really follows uh, Aussie rules in Sydney that much. Um, and then, sure, Geelong is like a big Victorian team, but what does he get in Geelong? He gets the fucking farm, you know, he gets to live in the country yeah. and he's like a half hour drive away from the club, you know, and he gets yeah. his country property. He he went home and went to sleep on grand final yeah. night, you know, after yeah. they won, drove home, went back to the farm, had a, had a nap before yeah. he went out and celebrated. So, Party. yeah, Party uh, after. Why, wouldn't want, why wouldn't you want something like that? And, Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and so all these teams now are like, oh, we got to get local players. Parramatta's now trying to copy the Penrith model. You know what I mean? Yeah, look, it's – yeah, well, the thing is, how many Parramatta juniors – like, they haven't got as big a base as Penrith. Oh, they've got a pretty good one, though, Wentworthville and that kind of shit. Wentworth, you know? yeah, like Westfield Sports, all those kind of things. Yeah. But a lot of those boys like St. Dorms products and they come back to Penrith like – Yeah, they, well, St. Dorms is Penrith, yeah. No, what I'm saying is like people people get poached from from St Dom's to go to Westfield Sports. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of that. So, like Westfield Sports is definitely definitely Parramatta area. You know, Parramatta's got go, Parramatta's got shit like though, like the brothers' schools and shit. So yeah, that's yeah, that's my nephew plays for yeah, brothers. Yeah, right. So they've got that, and they've got like around Eastwood and Ride and shit. There's a lot of yeah, young clubs. Yeah, and they do have like good school teams around that area. We don't really have a lot of school teams out here, I don't think, compared to them. Um, yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, because aside from St Dom's, yeah, like the footy clubs are more in the yeah, city, heading towards yeah. the city, but 
most of those most of those guys are poached from the Penrith area, and yeah. they kind of come back. So. Well, I mean, four oh. or five. I think it was five or six of the Penrith players were fucking St Mary's players, St Mary's boys, and Sinclair, which yeah, is next door to where we we so grew good. up. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. I was cheering them on. But fuck, yeah, the boys. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. it was funny because like uh, we said on the show last week, we were talking about. It. I'm like, oh, you're like, oh, you cheering for? Him. I'm like, oh man, love to see power from old man. Like he's a power fan, blah yeah. blah blah. And my wife asked me literally the same question just before the game. And I said, yeah, man, like, what's it, but para, like, because, you know, dad, blah, 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 I want to see him happy. And about five minutes into the game, she's no, like, you realize, you realize you're cheering for Penrith? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you're cheering every time Penrith does something good. I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't realize. <laughs> like, subliminally, so oh, I want a Penrith to win. So <laughs> turns out it was a Penrith Sorry, dad. Game. Yeah, I was like, sorry, dad, like, Penrith's just too good. Sorry, dad, <laughs> can't help you. <laughs> Been just like been to so many parents games though, dude. Like, what am I meant to do? Like, uh, I think I've been to more parent games than Canberra games. I'm a Canberra fan, so. Mm. Uh, my father-in-law's my father-in-law's the para fan, and Ooh. I said because we went up to the in-laws to watch the game. Um, so my brother-in-law's a Penrith fan. My father-in-law's a para fan, right? And yeah. I said to my father-in-law, I said, "Look, uh, I re- I love you, obviously, you know, and I I would as much as I would appreciate." You know, you being happy and watching your team win a grand final. Unfortunately, I can't because I fucking hate Parramatta. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Gary! Parramatta as a club, I don't mind. But fucking Mitchell Moses as a player, fucking douchebag. I don't know any Uh, of the current players at all. douchebag as a player. Yeah, Um, for me, it's the fans. Brian Madison, Madison, douchebag as a player. All the Parra fans I know I actually like because they're my friends. not disputing the fact that, yeah, you might have met some douchebags, but there's Absolutely. so many players in the team I couldn't cheer for. I'm like, oh, my dad would be happy, but can we do it with a fucking more likable club? Yeah. Sort of fuckwits. Like, Ryan Madison copped, he had the option. He could either miss three games next year yeah. with a suspension or pay a four grand fine. He goes, I'm not fucking paying four grand. Fuck it. I'll miss three games next year. Like, how you meant to cheer for that team, eh? Yeah. Like, that's just <laughs> douchebag behavior. <laughs> Douchebag behaviour. I did like, um, I think, the League Freak, shout out to Freaky, by the way, tweeted it out. One of the Parramatta players saying something like, oh, you wouldn't see us celebrating like that. And I thought, well, yeah, of course, because you didn't win anything. Yeah, <laughs> you know? you won exactly. That's that's the most in, that's the most important part of the celebration is the winning part. The winning you don't part, get the so. celebration unless you win. So, like Seinfeld, Seinfeld bit. Where it's like the anybody could take the reservations. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't win, you don't get to celebrate. Oh, you'll never see us celebrating like that. Good own, bro. Cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we won't. We won't because you're not winning. That's why. Right. Nice fucking Gary, dickhead. Nice, Gary. Um, footy fans ask themselves, what are we going to do now, man? Fucking footy's over. We're done for the year. i got a good news. Good news. Mm. AFLW is still going. AFLW, baby. And fans, baby, they love the AFLW. We saw this scorecard from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, mate. Mate. <laughs> mate. Oh, bro. Bro. Oh, mate. <laughs> like, 97 to 1. Now, for our American Adelaide, listeners. Adelaide versus the Giants. 97 Adelaide. Adelaide. One. Yeah. One. Now, for Not our, one, for zero, our, zero, one. No. <laughs> for our American listeners, the way AFL works is uh, consider a touchdown, uh, a goal, and consider uh, a feel like a conversion of behind. Yeah. Basically. This, this team scored, like, went 15 touchdowns and seven 
with seven conversions against zero touchdowns and one conversion. A safety. <laughs> yeah, a safety. No, the safety's worth three, isn't it? I don't like, know. Someone, I, mean, I think it was, it. I think it was BE from the UK said, "Was it a rushed behind?" <laughs> I hope it was. No, like, I fucking pray that one didn't come off the boot. Because... <laughs> and look, credit to it, but I've, I've talked a lot oh, of this punishing, isn't it? Yeah. Not, look, let's let's put fucking women's sport to one side. Yeah. Um, let's talk about expansion, right? Yeah. Like. NRL is about to expand next year mm-hmm. for no reason other than money grab, right? There's oh no, enough- that's not fair. That no, Queensland can definitely Queensland can definitely support another team. I think because they, they can support. No, they can but support no, the team. there's not enough talent for there to be quality. Football what you have to realize, team. what you have to realize is as much as the Broncos and Brisbane Broncos is a one-town team. It's not really the 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 support base in Brisbane is basically fifty-fifty. 50% of Brisbane loves the Broncos and wants them to win. The other 50% hate the Broncos and go for somebody else because of the Broncos. You know what I mean? So this and is going to be the team that that's, the other 50% go, fuck yeah, somebody to go against the Broncos. You know? That's not my argument. My argument is there's not enough talent to fill another team. And that's what we're seeing. Talent, they expanded the AFLW because they're like, no, it doesn't. It's fucking. There's not enough talent to fucking fill 16 teams in the NRL. I don't the understand these. Bet, I, look, I watch Premier League football. There's fucking five divisions. It'll sort itself out. You know It'll what I mean? Sort itself out. Now, what I'm saying is, so they expanded the AFLW going, we need more teams, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is what happens. There's not enough fucking talent. Someone literally got beaten 97 to 1. 97 to 1 is pretty horrific. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and well, it's and, it's, and it's also, look, the, to be fair, like, look, this Giants team, they smacked the Swans by 10 goals the week before. So they won like 60 to something, right? Yeah. And then yeah. lose 97 to 1. The Adelaide women's team is apparently the shit hot team that's won, you know, flags. I think they the, the defending champs and stuff. Mm. So they've been winning flags and games for a long time. You know what I mean? So you got you to you kick a goal in a game, though, dude. You do. You definitely. It's like, pretty. You can't, it's you can't pretty go zero one. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty embarrassing. It is bad. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, Cancel everything, Damo. Mm-hmm. What are we cancelling this Rob week? Rob Dogg in the chat. As a Broncos fan, I totally agree with that. 50-50. Nice, Gary. There you go. What are we cancelling? What are we cancelling? Um, oh, this is fantastic. So I expect the Sydney Swans will be terminating their sponsorship deal because uh, the Story Greeno, the CEO from Essendon, got sacked after one day. One day. <laughs> one day in the job he got sacked. Well, did he, did he get sacked? He resigned because he resigned. the club came to him and said, look, you can either stay in your position at the church or you can continue to be CEO of Essendon Football Club. And I thought, well, this man obviously wants to stay out of hell, so he chose not to take the Essendon job, which is fantastic news. I mean, well done. So he's stuck in, you know, he's sticking it out at the church. And fucking good luck to him. Tip of the hat and, like, stand up for what you believe in. I appreciate that, you know. All right, then. Essendon made a choice, but I feel, I, feel bad, I feel bad for the dude. He's just got to go back to a ten million dollars turnover CEO job. Like, yeah. must be tough. Well, must I mean, tough. why? I I take it as like, well, to be honest, if someone came to me and said, you know, Boogs, would you like to run Essendon? I'd be like, well, I'm kind of pretty settled in where I am now. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I yeah. I wouldn't take the Essendon job either. The place is a shit pit. Why would you want to wade into it? It's well, fucking it's funny, a joke. He, he, he took the job and like this guy's been because he uh, he works for NAB. He's one of the, the higher ups. He in was, NAB, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, he was. I think not so, anymore. 
in banking, fucking, they know they're all devils there, right? So it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it doesn't matter what your thoughts are. Yeah. But for some reason, as soon as you get into footy, it's like, man, well, we need to know what your opinions are. Like, like what you, because we got to hack and to fucking dig in. That's what the media does. We just fucking chime in, even though we're hypocrites because we cover up a whole bunch of shit. It's a we're good pile on. We're going to yeah. distract from the Hawthorne fucking indigenous thing for a bit. Let's fucking talk yeah. about the Essendon CEO. Yeah. Um, so they found, and this guy's like, well, fuck that, man. I'm, I'm, I got a fucking billion dollars in the bank. What do I, I'm not putting up this shit. Fuck it. I resign. Yep. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, yeah, I've literally been in this sport for one day. One day. And they're attacking my belief system. And once again, I don't have to agree with his belief system. No, but, but you I, can respect I, the fact I, I, that he has one. I respect the fact that he's <laughs> yeah. allowed to fucking believe what the fuck he wants to believe. Yeah. And whether, it's, yeah, it's not what I believe and it, it may not agree with. You know my thoughts on what he thinks of does does his belief David, story man like does does his belief in the Bible in that you know homosexuality is a sin prevent him from being able to run an run administration a of a football club? I would That's not think so. I think it's yeah two different things, and once again, it's just the, the kind of that there's there's so much more fucked up shit that happens in football mm. that they've used this guy's scapegoat on day one. <laughs> to cover up a whole bunch of other shit or distract from other shit. And he's like, oh, man, I've got enough money in the bank. I don't need to worry about it. Good on him. I'll give it, let's give him a fucking nice Gary. <laughs> nice Gary. I, I, nice I don't care what his belief no, structure I'm, is. I'm with you. I'm going to yeah. give him a nice Gary for resigning going, I'm not yeah. fucking putting up with this. Yeah, it's like, worth it. oh, well, fuck you then. You know, basically yeah. that's what he said. Oh, he said, they said, oh, look, we, we did offer you the job as CEO of SM. I know you've had the job for about 12 hours, but. Uh, we have discovered that you may have some personal views, some religious views that may conflict with what we believe in. And he gone, oh, okay, then we'll stick it up your ass. See you later. Yeah. You know, thanks, um, thanks I, for having me. See ya. I, I <laughs> so also, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> I also hope on the Essendon membership form moving yeah. forward, yeah. They, they ask people their their religious beliefs. Do you Just want to you- have gay sex? Yes or no? Yeah. Well, no, just so to make sure that everyone is in line with yeah. an open and, and equal. Yeah. Uh, yep. we, we don't want any bigots involved in, exactly. in the Eston Club. Yeah. You can't have a bigot running the club, so we can't have any members handing over their money. Yeah, I think or that's it- fair. That's a nice, nice Gary. Gary. Why stop yeah. it? I mean, clearly, you know, we can't have somebody running the club who holds certain views. So I guess that Ooh. means if you hold certain members. views, you shouldn't be part yeah. of the club either. Part of the club. I, I think that goes for players, fans, players, fans, personnel. staff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we should. You know, the bus driver. Who? What does? What does he fucking believe in? as well. Have we checked out JB's views just to be yeah, sure. What does JB I, think? We can't about have stuff. him commentating on Essendon games. See, this is what I want. This is. You, see, now you're snowballing, and this is exactly what I want to promote here on the show. Let's start cancelling everything. Let's get rid of as everyone. As I'm saying, man. Exactly. We've been now, saying this in the show for a long while. Exactly. So now we can look at this tweet with our new vampire eyes, Greeno. So yeah. I expect the Sydney Swans will be terminating their sponsorship deal with Greeno Qatar Airways in the not-too-distant future. That's what yeah. I like to see. You know I want why? I the cash back and I want to pay Qatar back with interest. Swans always are very loud and proud. They always wave a lot of rainbow gay flags and stuff. They love to. Yeah. Very pro-gay. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. great. Now, what about Qatar Airways? That seems problematic to be taking money from, Mm -hmm. you know, a company from a country that has such strict anti-homosexual views, Greeno, and policy and laws. It's it's, uh, it's, uh, death, isn't it? Yep. How about this? Thank you for the tweet. We need to keep pushing for this. How can a team so openly celebrate a pride game yet have this airline as a major sponsor? It baffles Mm -hmm. me. 
He's got yeah. a point, doesn't he? Fair call. Now, other Fair people call. other people are starting to get in on this act too, Greeno. We've been promoting a movement like this for, for a long time. Just cancel everything and everyone. Get a, everyone back to zero and we'll start again. Yeah. Yeah. We had a segment called What Are We Cancelling This Week? Exactly. For fucking about a year and a half now. And it's good to see people fucking getting on board. Let's cancel everything so nothing matters anymore. Mm-hmm. Then we can say whatever we want because everyone's already been cancelled. You see? Yeah. There will be nobody with power to strive to be. Therefore, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, I think Collingwood FC, Greeno, this guy getting in on the act. I think Collingwood FC should ditch the Emirates. The UAE oh, is Emirates. not very oh, tolerant. Right. They're no, not tolerant. Not tolerant. Right. Fantastic. Look at this. What about the AFL with all their gambling affiliations, Greeno? Oh, we need to cancel the AFL, I think, because of all their gambling. Because of gambling, I think it's a sin, sir. It's all very sinful. How about this? Have we cancelled Sunday games while we're at it? Keep digging further. Paris joins other French cities in World Cup TV boycott, Greeno. <laughs> We're getting rolling here. We We're are canceling. slowly cancelling everything. Isn't it fucking fantastic? Uh, I'll tell you who we can't cancel though, Damo, because he's too fucking good. Yep. Show how you're tiny. Show how you're tiny. Nice. No, the end of the regular season, which means the Angels aren't in anymore, obviously. Uh, which means it's the last, <laughs> the last show. How do you know it's finals year. when the Angels stop getting on the bus? Stop getting on there. Um, <laughs> show, he, how about this, man? Like, we talk, we fucking. It seems like we're blowing Shohei every single week, and yeah. quite rightly, because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's reached 162 innings pitched this season and is officially the first player to qualify in league leaderboards as both a hitter and a pitcher in the same year. Wow. It's never happened. So all that shit where they're like, so oh, top 10. Top t- oh, no, he's oh, is no. He leading both leaderboards. No, he, he, there's no player in the history, even Babe Ruth. You know how every time we talk about Shohei, it's like, oh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth was a pitcher, you fucking life. idiot. Uh, yeah. the, no one has ever qualified for both hitters and pitchers. So and can I just say, though, by the way, to the Babe Ruth people who always chime in with that fucking idiotic line, I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know what? That's great. No one remembers Babe Ruth throwing a pitch. No one plays footage of him throwing a pitch. It's all the home run shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's If you ask 10 people on the street who know what baseball is but don't really know a lot about it, they'll say Babe Ruth was a, a batter. You Ooh. know what I mean? They won't say anything about his fucking pitching, even though he yeah. might have been pretty good at it. Shohei, on the other hand, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that Jap guy who can throw and hit, <laughs> that guy who does both things really well. You yeah. know what I mean? It's different. It's completely different. Completely different. And not just uh, fucking does it, does fucking at ex- like the MVP best. levels on both, like yeah. unreal. So no, like when it comes to qualification, right, so if you pitch a couple of innings, like it seems unfair that you qualify for certain awards, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to be a qualified hitter or pitcher yep. um, for average or ERA, you have to have pitched a certain amount of innings or you have to hit a, a certain amount Gotta of players. qualify. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So for pitchers... Like there's 162 games. Effectively, if you're a, you're a pitcher, you only qualify for the ERA title if you pitch 162 innings. Yeah, you can't say you've got a 500 hitting average for your career if you came out and had two, two, two at bats, yeah, hit two one and miss exactly. one. You know, 100%. 100%. So Shohei is the first player in history because Babe Ruth didn't fucking do that back in 1908 That's or whatever right. it was That's right. because he didn't do enough innings or he didn't do enough at bats. Mm-hmm. He's done it in the same year 
162 innings pitch. He actually ended up pitching 166. Are his bones going to melt when he's done playing baseball? He's just a fucking freak, man. Like, it's not about the bones. It's about the fact that the skill set normally requires you to focus solely on one skill set. You need repetition, repetition, repetition. He can do both without having that level of repetition. And that's what makes him the GOAT. And all these arguments this year of like Aaron Judge is the MVP because he hit 62 home runs, blah, blah, blah. Aaron Judge has had an amazing year and it's unreal, but he didn't fucking do what Shohei did. I love this comment here. This top comment here, Greeno, this is fantastic. So the tweet is from the Angels PR Twitter account. How many fucking mm-hmm. Twitter accounts do you need when you're a team? So we've got a, t- a PR account, do we? Is there a player's, you know, locker room yeah. account and different oh, account? Man. and Fuck off. Shohei Atani has reached 160. <laughs> dick move. Fuck him. You dick. This is why you don't win fucking pennants, mate. Shohei Itani has reached 162 innings pitch this season and is officially the first player to qualify for the league leaderboards as both a hitter and pitcher in the same year. Top comment, Greeno. More history for Itani, but sure, seventh all-time in homers for a single season is, quote, the greatest season ever, according to Yankees fans. Yeah. <laughs> 100%, man. Oh, it's been fucking sickening. And look, credit to Aaron Judge, like, he had an amazing year and his hitting has been fucking next level. Yep. But the amount of dick-sucking I've seen this year mm. is ridiculous. Ridiculous, because because he's a Yankees player. That's why he's a Yankees player, right? Like they, I heard, I've heard literally. I've been a baseball fan for a decade. I've heard this thing East Coast bias, right? Yeah. But they're like, oh, any anyone who does anything with the Yankees well, is considered doubly important to anyone else. Isn't that where like, all no, the man, headquarters? Sure isn't that where all the headquarters of all the big sports fucking networks are, though? In no. like New York and shit like that. No, no, no. Like ESPN is in uh, Greenwich, I think. Oh, okay. Um, it's in Connecticut. It's fucking. There is, but there's but, always a special focus on any New York team, whether it's the Knicks or the Yankees yeah, fucking, or the Giants. You know, it's, it's always. A media, it's a media created thing, right? Yeah. And I never understood until this year when I was like, hang on, the Dodgers won 111 games, which is like the fourth most of all time. Yeah. And no one talked about it because all they were doing was talking about Aaron Judge. Mm. And then I could listen to this podcast every day from ESPN and I was like, I'm a couple of weeks behind and I'm catching up, catching up. And I'm like, they've repeated these. They've had interviewed the same five people for like 10 that straight Aaron episodes that Aaron judge. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like yeah. there's a whole bunch of other shit that happened in baseball. Like, so I finally got it. So look, judge is going to win the fucking MVP and Rob dog, Rob dog in the chat. No one in America is talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh man, I don't give me fucking let's talk about the St. Louis Cardinals, shall we? Okay. They they got something beautiful there. And that's that's fucking that's a very good point, Rob Dog. They got something the beautiful. His name is Albert Pujols, isn't it? <laughs> no, well Pujols hit over seven hundred this year, yeah. like seven hundred home runs. Amazing. But here's the thing. Paul Goldschmidt is literally one of my favorite fucking players, even though he destroys my team every time he plays against him. He's so good, but no one talks about him. He, I think he ended up hitting like 324 this year. Um, was in line for the Triple Crown up until the fact that Schwarber just went nuts with the last like 25 games. But they've got Arenado. They've got three starters. Uh, they've got Jack Flaherty, who's their ace, coming out of the pen at the moment uh, for the wildcard game. They've got defense. They've got offense. They've got young guys with Yepes. I don't know if Yepes made the roster. Um, their bullpen, they got Helsley throwing fucking 102. Um, Gallardo, I think, is coming out, Ben. There's a lot of good things happening in the Cardinals that no one, once again, no one's talking about because they're talking about pull holes. And 
Paul, don't get me wrong, Paul deserves every fucking thing. No one's hit 700 except for three other players. It's insane. Mm. Um, but that team is dangerous. If they get through this wild card, was it Rob Dog? Rob Dog, yeah. yeah. Yep. Rob Dog. If they get through this wild card, fucking look out for the Cardinals, dude. Like they they've got the pitching, they got the pen. That that lineup is pretty fucking nasty. It's gonna be hard to beat the Dodgers. Don't get me wrong in the NL, mm-hmm. but that the top to bottom. Arenado is, is well, one of I the think, best players in the league. No one talks about him. I think we know what is the best player in the league. No one talks about. Him. I think we know what's going to happen. What's going to happen is the Yankees will be the favorite until they get knocked out, and then they would have been robbed. No, no Astros are the favorite in the. Uh, I, uh, well, I think the Dodgers end up being the favorite in the NL. The Astros are the favorite in the in the AL. Yeah, but what about the Yankees, uh, Greeno? You're not. You know, I'm not talking about the Yankees. That's the point. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna death bet the Yankees this entire series. I I think, think, yeah, the Yankees are probably going to win it, and if they don't, then it's because uh, everybody hates them and they were robbed. Obviously, here's here's the other thing: like Rob Dog, hear me out here. Thoughts: the fact that the Yankees were so focused on Judge breaking this like fake record because it was an AL record, not an actual MLB record. Oh, so it's not even that important. Who cares? No, it's Fuck not, it. but they made it sound like it was important. Now, uh, they batted him in leadoff. Aaron Judge is not a leadoff hitter because he's, he's their best hitter, but no one's ever on base when he gets up to bat. So they just like they walk him or he doesn't drive in runs. So even though they won, like, they won the division and they're, they're, they got the buy, first-round buy, they actually did themselves a disservice by once again placating to the fact of we're more worried about one individual's record, which is amazing. It's all good, but it actually was a disservice to the team. Well, it's Even New York. It's razzle dazzle. They need the you know they need something to get their idiot supporters into the crowd. Well, they did the same thing with Jeter in his final yeah. season. They kept them batting him fucking two, even though he sucked. Parading him, um, parading him around. Hundred <laughs> percent. The adoring uh, fans. And once again, we're, we're, I'm going into the wormhole I didn't want to go into yeah. talking about Judge. Let's talk about the fucking Seattle Mariners demo. What's happening with the Mariners? That's Crazy Bro- Uncle Jerry's team. Crazy Uncle Jerry's team. They broke the longest streak in American sports history without a pl- postseason appearance. Oh. When when Cal Raleigh is the first player in MLB history to pinch hit, walk off a home run to clinch a playoff spot nice, for his team. Nice, Gary. So, uh, so they made the playoffs, but only just. <laughs> no, no, no. no they... They made it on a walk-off home run. Hasn't been done. So okay. good. Broke a 21-year drought. Uh, our boy Troy is a Seattle Mariners very fan. Very happy, yeah. He's literally been riding this for 21 years. He, he hasn't been, he hasn't been this happy since. He hasn't been this happy since Randy Johnson strolled out to the mound, Greeno. Well, that or Yundi Day, maybe 2019. 2019 was a big year. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was the Garden of Eden. That's, That's when right. Troy was Eden Gahar's very, Garden very of happy. Eden. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, look, I, I'm there pumped. There was a the van Mariners. involved at some point, yeah. I believe. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Creepy van. Yeah. Hashtag something. Yeah. Um, now, so, big, big raps to the Mariners fans. Uh, so pumped to see him finally make that post. And they got, they got the roster to fucking do something here, man. Like, uh, Troy's riding them all the way to the World Series, and I hope he's right. Um, they, Why, they not? Got, Why not? We'll ride it on out. Uh, let's call it a day. I don't know what the last thing is. Fuck it. Let's fuck it. it. Let's wrap it up. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's it. Uh, is there any plugs? You're doing, you're doing a show tomorrow. I am probably going to do one tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow morning, my time, to Friday night, uh, US time. So we'll see how we go. I think Check maybe, out, you know, maybe six-ish, seven-ish, something like that, which means... If you're in Sydney, maybe around 9 or 10 a.m. 
something like that. Sounds good. I've, what I've got to uh, do first, though, is check the times of the Bathurst coverage and see what's going on yeah. around nine or ten and see if, well, maybe I can only do an hour because I've really got to get in and watch, you know, the 1970s supercars go and do laps. Yeah. Just and, a little. As you're, as you're going to air, I'll be about seven hours in the baseball coverage, I think. Nice, Gary. So you'll be yeah. up and about. We'll be able nice, to talk. That's Gary. good. I'll up you up. I'll update you on what's happening at the mountain, and you can tell me what's going on in the baseball. Things will work out plan. fine. There you go. So yeah, that'll be tomorrow or tonight, depending on where you are. So there's your I like plan. it. Yeah. All right. See you guys next week. Bye bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth.